Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters podcast. You've got Chris and Brian. Hello. Uh, this time around, we want to talk a little bit about situational awareness and being, you know, obviously just being aware of what's going on around you out in the world. Yeah. Uh, as we get into the holiday season and just general darkness, uh, more of the more of the day. Yep. Um, if you're a bad guy, this is your <coughs> favorite time of the year. It is indeed a magical time of the year for everybody, even nefarious shitbags. Um, guys, as you're out and about, you know, like Brian's saying, it, you know, we're, because of the time change now, we're looking at darkness at, you know, before 6 o'clock. Uh, you know, 5, 5.30, it's, it's actually dark outside now. Um, you know, so you got a lot more hours of darkness, which is, which is good for bad guys. Um, not necessarily good for us unless you do a lot of your chores and stuff wearing knots. Um, then it's kind of fun to mess with the bad guys. But anyway, that's another topic. Um, as we look at, you know, kind of situational awareness, personal security, personal safety and stuff like that in and around outside of the home and as you're moving about, um, you know, the, the same things should realistically apply all year around. Bad guys do things in daylight, uh, but the reality is, is about 80% of real conflict happens in, in, in diminished or low light. Um, now, granted, some of that may be inside structures and stuff like that, but in general, it's, it's ambient light. It's real world light. Um, so as you're coming and going, you know, starting right around the house, um, you know, this time of year, if it's dark outside and you don't run exterior lights um, or lights on motion sensors or timers and stuff like that, you know, keeping curtains drawn, shades closed, that kind of thing. Somebody can be peeking in your house um, and you not know it if it's dark outside, the inside of the house is lit, etc. Um, you know, if you do have those motion sensor lights and you want to see what's going on when something, you know, when one of them comes on, then that's a little bit different conversation. But understanding, you know, what, where your timer's at on your lights, where your motion sensor's set up, checking those things to make sure they're functional, stuff like that, so that when you're not home, if that light goes off, your wife and your kids maybe understand, you know, hey, that light just went off and I didn't let the dog out. What's, what's going on? Let's take a peek and let the bad guy know, hey, there's somebody home. Um, most of the bad guys aren't looking to break into a house that's occupied. They're looking to break into one that's empty. Um, so, and, and along with that, a note for the kids, a conversation to have with the kids. This time of year, you're going to have kids home from school. If your kids are old enough that you can go ahead and go to work on those days they're off, um, let, let your kids know that, you know, they can be buried in earbuds and in video games with headsets on, stuff like that. Um, they need to be aware that if the doorbell rings, they need to go to the door. And even if they're not old enough to answer the door, if there's somebody at the door, they need to go to the door and just, you know, shake their head. No, I'm not interested. No, whatever. Sorry. Um, you know, I can't come to the door right now. Um, you know, I'm sorry, my mom's in the middle of cooking. She can't come to the door right now, whatever. But let, if that bad guy thinks there's nobody home, they're going to ring that doorbell. If nobody answers in the first minute or two, they're going to walk around the back door and kick it in. And, and then who's home to deal with that? You, you know, so let's, let's make sure we have our kids appropriately trained up and our spouses understanding that we need to react to those kind of things um, during the day as well, but, but in the evenings as well too. So, you know, looking right around the home. Um, as we start to spread out from the home a little bit, coming and going, something that's become fairly common is, is to rob somebody, um, you know, maybe with or without a weapon, whatever, who knows what you're up against until it happens, but coming or going from your home, um, if a bad guy can hide right around the side of your garage in the dark where nobody else can see them, your neighbor can't see them or whatever, you know, be aware of that as you're coming and going from the house. Look around your house as you're pulling in the driveway, um, maybe sit in the driveway for just a second and see what the flashlights light up and see if it makes somebody nervous. Doesn't have to be for five minutes, you know, just, to, just 30 seconds to make somebody twitch. Um, you know, and then when you park, make sure you get out of your car that if you've got pepper spray or you carry a weapon or something like that, even, even at home, 
you're maybe thinking about where it's at and how would I utilize it in case I get out of the car and somebody's walking into the garage to take my stuff. Um, something else to consider. I know it's your stuff, but is it worth your life? Maybe you just let them have it and walk away. You know, so some of those things. Um, you know, a lot of these are low light concerns. Um, if, if you can get your spouse or your kids to carry a flashlight, um, that, that might be a miraculous thing, but it would be pretty awesome. Um, but same kind of conversation there. Same thing with pepper spray, same thing with personal alarms. Um, try to remember that if you're coming and going with your vehicle, you have a key fob in your hand that probably has a panic alarm on the key fob. And if somebody, you know, if somebody you don't know pokes up right there and you hit that emergency button and it starts blaring the horn, your neighbors are probably going to peek out and see what's going on. Um, the bad guy's acutely aware of this too. So have some strategies in place. Um, same thing for the kids in the house. If the kids are home and there's a car there, maybe you have a set of keys sitting out. So if the kids, somebody comes to the door that they don't know and is aggressive, they can hit that panic button on it and start making all kind of noise too to let your neighbors know what's going on. Um, you know, and go from there. Make sure they have their cell phones nearby if they need to dial 911, um, you know, and let the police know there's a weirdo, let them know. Um, so, you know, it, right in and around the home, just have some strategies and have talked about them, you know, with your kids, with your spouse, um, you know, and, and make sure that kind of people are cued into what their options might be. Uh, the whole key fob thing was something I hadn't heard of until probably five or six years ago. And when somebody said, yeah, sleep with your key fob on your nightstand next to your bed, because it's a real quick and easy way to make some noise, even if it's just a distraction to throw somebody off. And I think there's some genius and some real simple things that are right at hand for us every day. But if you've never taken your mind there, your body's not probably going to go there in an emergency. So. Yeah, same thing. You know, walking in and out of stores. Yes. Uh, if. Yeah, I mean, when you're coming in and out of vehicles, when there's doubt, there is no doubt. Bingo. Uh, one of our a quote from a, a movie called Ronin. Uh, this kind of turned into what we call a mechanism. Yeah. Uh, hi, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really, you know, take take a moment as you're walking out of the store, you know, scan the parking lot. Are there cars that look like they don't belong, people that maybe don't belong? Um, there's nothing saying that you have to go to your vehicle right now. You can easily turn right back in, go find a store manager, um, say, hey, I want an escort to my car or like there's something weird going on you should probably call cpd or hpd yep or you know mall security or whoever and have them come take a look at it absolutely um i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a little bit sexist here right off the bat if you are a a, a female um if you are a an adult with teenage daughters um, and it's not that only females or only daughters get kidnapped but you are the primary targets for that type of thing if there is a large white van parked next to your vehicle with the sliding door on that side of your vehicle where you're going to get in, don't go there. Don't do it. I know that the hair on the back of your neck shouldn't stand up and it shouldn't have to, but if it does listen to it, um, your, your body and your brain pick up on cues that, that you don't necessarily want to admit are out there in the world and you don't want to admit that you, know, you should be seeing. Um, please, dear God in heaven, listen to that. If, if there, like I said, if there's a white van that should say free candy on the side, parked next to your vehicle at the mall, um, don't don't go get in your car. Ask for an escort out to your car. Um, you know, and, and same thing if there's a vehicle parked next to yours and there's somebody in that vehicle. Um, you know, again, keep an eye on that person. Keep an eye on what's going on. But but there's no there's nothing to be ashamed of to go ask. You know, hey, I'd like an escort to my vehicle. 
same thing goes if you're a dude. Um, you know, some of us are a little bit older. Some of us are a little bit beat up. You know, those types of situations. T- take a look around, see what's going on. If you're uncomfortable with it, um, get, get a buddy. Or wait a few minutes. Go shop for something else. Go get a cup of coffee. You know, and see if that car or vehicle leaves or whatever. If you're, if the hair is on the back of your neck standing up, listen to it. There's probably a reason. So don't want to sound like a nervous Nancy, but it's better safe than sorry. Yeah, once you are in your vehicle, you know, lock the doors. Immediately? Immediately. Immediately. And go move your vehicle before you do anything else, like check your phone or makeup yep. or, you know, whatever. But moving from, even if it's just from one side of the parking lot to the other, um, you've now taken away a terrain advantage that the bad guy may have, uh, and you're forcing him to react to you. Yes. Um, Ed Calderon is fond of a saying, stillness is death. Um, if you can be moving, be moving. It's probably one of those most secure, safe things you can possibly do. So, like Brian's saying, get out to your car, get in your car. It, you know, if you got a purse or bags of stuff or whatever, um, or if you're a dude and you're carrying your, your get-home bag or whatever your shoulder, get it on the seat or on the floor next to you, wherever you stow it. Get it there quickly. Get the vehicle up and running, um, doors locked up and running, and move. And then if there's something you need to check, um, you know, drive a quarter mile away. Drive down the parking lot somewhere. Park somewhere else. Because if you're sitting in that same spot and that was where somebody was looking at, you know, the X, you're no longer on the X and now they are reacting to you. So take advantage of that. Again, it seems silly, but it really doesn't mess up your plans. It really doesn't change anything you're doing. It just keeps you a little bit safer. So, um, guys, as you're, it, when you're coming in and out of these stores, um, you're pulling in parking lots and stuff like that. Uh, be, be aware of where things are, like lighting systems and stuff like that. If you can park close to the entrance underneath a light... Um, do that, uh, you know, utilize that. When you go in, it may, you know, you don't think about it when it's daylight, when you're pulling in, you're looking for a parking spot at a crowded mall um, or a crowded store, but it takes, you know, it literally might take you an extra two or three minutes to park under a light or in a well-lit area or an area that will be well-lit when you go to leave. Think a little bit ahead on some of that. Um, same thing when you're going like parking facilities, like multiple floor parking garages and stuff like that. Um, some of the places you park on the periphery of the garage um, let in a lot of natural light during the day, but if there, you know, if there aren't good lighting systems nearby when you come out, think about, you know, what that's going to look like in the dark when you come out. Um, you know, it, it, it literally takes just a little bit of effort, a little bit of thought process to do that. Yeah, same thing with finding and you know, remembering navigational waypoints to find your vehicle. Yeah. Um, you know, as parking lots get very crowded. Uh, it can be difficult to remember where you parked or navigate your way back to your vehicle. Yeah. And if you're wandering about trying to figure out where your car is, you may or may not be fully engaged in, from a situational awareness perspective. And you're, and you're exposing you know, yourself. Threats. And you're exposing yourself. Your, your time in transit to your vehicle now is elongated. It's stretched out. And, and that's just more time for somebody as an opportunity for you to be a target for somebody who appears to be wandering around aimlessly trying to figure out where they parked. Um, guys, you have this wonderful tool. Um, it can be the bane of your existence from a situational awareness perspective, or it can be really, really handy. You have a cell phone. It probably has a camera on it. Um, take a little picture of that sign that says, you parked at 2E. Um, second floor E section. Snap a picture of that sign. You know, no big deal, and go from there. Um, you know, if you're a total nerd, right before you walk in the door of wherever, take a picture towards your vehicle. So when you walk out, you get before you walk out, you can look at the picture and go, "Oh yeah, that looks like where I'm going." Cool. No, it'll change because the cars will change, um, but the structure and the signage and stuff like that won't. So um, you know, utilize that. If you have someone in your family who is maybe getting up there in years a little bit, and has a little more problems losing keys, more problems finding their car in parking lots. Talk to them about some of these strategies too. 
Um, you know, some of this stuff may stick, it may not, but at least you're making that attempt to help them stay lined up because the reality is they're as big a target as anyone else. Um, you know, so again, help your neighbors, help your family with that kind of stuff too. Um, but, but a little bit of strategery, a little bit of strategery may alleviate the need for tactics. So, you know, think ahead on those things. So, yeah. um, out and about, uh, places where you're again in transition. Um, we're talking about transition from, um, say, you know, a store to a vehicle or something like that. Um, maybe someplace where you're in line at an ATM, you're in line at a Starbucks, you're in line at a fast food place, um, that kind of stuff. Again, darkness lets somebody get a little bit closer to you a little bit easier without you knowing it. Um, keep some distance in front of the vehicle um, in front of you so that if somebody walks up to your car and you need to simply drive away and you can, drive away. Or drive over them. Or drive over them if that's, you know, I mean, that might, might be fun too. Um, make sure that you've, you've definitively defined their intent um, before you run them over, because um, otherwise that's vehicular homicide. It sounds like fun, but it probably gets you in trouble. Um, be aware of your vehicle's capabilities. A lot of folks would be like, oh yeah, I was in line at the drive-thru and this guy came into my car, started pounding on the window and I was stuck. Um, you drive a Cadillac Escalade, you know, with 20 inch wheels and great big tires, you probably could have just driven over a curb and driven away no harm to anything um you know be aware of your vehicle and its capabilities and understand that you know if you need to utilize it to get away or as a weapon to do so um but but look around you with that situational awareness aspect and then understand again this time of year in darkness there's more predators out there looking for more stuff trying to do more things they're more active because there are more better targets um have that thought process about if somebody walks up to my car where am i going to go what am i going to do how am I going to react to that? And leave yourself the space, whether it's at an intersection or in line at the ATM or Starbucks, leave yourself the space to just simply drive away. So yeah, if you can't if you can can't see the tires of the vehicle in front of you, you are too close. Absolutely. And and if it's a dire enough circumstance and you've let that slip, um, accidentally punching the vehicle in front of you on accident as you turn out of the way. So you were just in a car wreck and you just left. But if you felt like your life was in danger, that will be something that will be taken into account. It may not be considered a hit skip type accident. So, you know, if you've got to push a vehicle out of your way to, to get away from a deadly threat or a real threat, do so. Um, you know, somebody walks up to you trying to sell you Girl Scout cookies while you're in line at Starbucks, don't floor it and ram the car in front of you. That makes you a butthole, um, you know, but you know, be aware of your surroundings and, and you know, what the actual risks are and understand how to mitigate them with some of these tools, um, you know, but definitely keep an eye on those things. Um, a, a knot I'll throw out there too, and this gets maybe a little away from the physical end of things. This time of year too, um, phone scammers and stuff like that are really going balls out preying on older folks, um, you know, whether it's through auto dialers and they happen to get grandma or grandpa or something like that on the phone. If you've got older relatives, older neighbors who might be susceptible to some of these scams, again, have that conversation with them. The IRS will never, ever call you about tax money that you owe. They'll never, ever call you. They'll send you a letter on letterhead. Um, somebody calling you, telling you that your relative is in jail somewhere, and if you send them Disney gift cards, um, you know, they can use that to pay bail for your relative to get them out of jail um, is not real. It's not a real thing. Um, so, you know, if you have older folks in the family, talk to them about these kind of things and, and you may you may piss them off. They may be offended that you would think they'd be, you know, that big of suckers, but the reality check is I I guess I'd rather be ahead of that game than behind it. So yeah. Yeah. So just some things to think about um, that maybe aren't the most pleasant things this time of year. 
Um, but when it's dark out, there's more goblins out. So, you know, it's not just Halloween. It's real. Yeah, and on that note, there's no no harm, no foul on using a light to light things up and see what's going on. Ever. Ever. No harm, no foul. Um, and, and quite honestly, the same thing almost kind of goes with pepper spray. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, if, if I haven't shaved in a few days and I'm wearing my grubbies from range clothes or from working on a house or something like that, and I'm walking out of Kroger's behind you as a female, I'm thinking about the 14 things I need to do at home, where the kids need to be, what I'm making for dinner, this, that, or the other. And I might be walking out of Kroger's right on your heels through a dark parking lot. And if we happen to park next to each other and I'm, seems like I'm following you to your car and we get to your car, my car, your car, you don't know that. And you're like, okay, screw this. I'm, I'm going to hose this grubby fat bastard down with pepper spray. I'm probably not going to be happy about it, but it's probably the exact same thing I've told my wife or daughter to do. And so while I'm not going to be happy about it, I'm probably going to get it. Um, and then I'm going to hate you again when I take a shower a half an hour later and try and wash it off because it's going to reignite. Um, but the reality check is it's not deadly force. So again, consider some of those things and have those things in your head that pepper spray is not going to kill anybody. It's just going to ruin their day or hours or whatever. And, and it, you know, give somebody maybe that warning and say, hey, get the heck away from me. And if they don't react the right way, light them up. When there's doubt, there is no doubt. <clears throat> That's right. Just like Sam says. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. What else? I think that that's pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of a laundry list of things, guys. Um, there's a lot of good personal security information online. Um, you know, you can you can go out there and Google and see, you know, some things you can keep in mind. But these are just some things to tuck away in the back of your head and practice. Um, and I know I said that was one more thing. But one last thing I'll throw out there, too, from a perspective of a lot of crowded places, crowded restaurants, things tend to be busier this time of year. Now, more than ever, it's critical that if you go into a restaurant, take a look, figure out where a couple of the exits are, make sure you understand how to get out of the place in case there's some kind of an emergency. Um, it, you know, it doesn't need to be anything as as you know, ninja tactical is an, it's an active shooter situation. Um, it could be a fire in the kitchen of your favorite restaurant. Um, you know, it could be a, a, a big nasty fight breaks out at Easton because that never happens. Um, maybe it actually happens in a restaurant instead of out in the middle of the mall way. And, and you need to ha figure out how to get you and yours away from it. You know, if you take two seconds to look and see where the exits are, see how the heck you get out of Dodge. Um, if you're walking through an area of the mall that is uber crowded and it's slowing down your movement through the mall or through an area, understand that you, if something breaks out, you can duck into a store. Most of those stores have exits beyond them. They may not be for you, but in an emergency, they're for you. So just make sure you're thinking about that kind of stuff as you're out and about. So a lot, lot to chew on, um, you know, but if you want to talk more about this, um, you know, stop in the shop and have a conversation with us. These are things that we think about, um, and a lot of our clientele uh, are people who, who are even more expert in some of these matters than us in some cases. Um, you know, stop in and have a conversation. It's kind of the barbershop. We can, we can talk about these things and maybe, you know, help give you some other good ideas and maybe the tools to deal with some of this stuff too. So. Yeah, additionally, we, you know, regularly post links and whatnot on our social media, on Instagram and Facebook to professional resources and subject matter experts in these areas. Um, so you can visit us on social media at, we are at Cap City Outfitters on Facebook and Instagram. Also check out um, Ed Calderon from Ed's Manifesto. Yeah. Um, Mike Pannone from CTT Solutions. Um, Mitch, or Mike Janich from Marshall Blade Concepts. Uh -huh. And uh, Shivworks. 
Yeah, and you might also check out locally um, Active Response Training. Uh, Greg Elifritz uh, posts, posts a lot of good content. He writes a lot of good stuff, and he also posts a lot of good content from other places too um, and does like weekly dumps of information, uh, you know, someplace to follow too. So, you know, definitely check some of that stuff out. Uh, fair warning with Ed Calderon, um, if the image mm -hmm. is blurred out and it says click on the link to see the image, think twice and make sure there's no one else in the room that's squeamish um, because it can get ugly quick. So yeah. it's real. It's real. Uh, and if you're looking for training on these types of things, um, Hillary Police regularly does a women's self-defense class. Yeah. Um, call them up and find out when the next one is and get signed up for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other thing too, you know, locally, avail yourself of a local martial arts gym. Um, there's some good jujitsu places. There's some good crowd places. There's some good um, ballroom dancing. I mean, Aikido and Taekwondo places. Um, you know, check those places out. I'm probably going to get my butt kicked for that one. Um, but check those places out. You know, learn, learn a few dirty tricks and, and make them part of your repertoire um, on demand uh, to be effective with some of those tools. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, on that note, we will see you next time. All right, guys. CapsityOutfitters.com.